Welcome back to the Grim and Glamorous podcast, and we are your hosts, LBG and Drea. Hey guys, what's up? So for today's episode, we will be talking about Law and Order Special Victims Unit and why Andrea is a huge fan. I love it so much. And why I'm just ambivalent about it. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> I... We had this idea a few days ago because uh, I was watching Law and Order by chance. Um, it just happened to be on during the day. I'm not a huge Law and Order fan. Like I don't sit there and watch multiple episodes. Like if it's on, I'll watch it. Like on this particular day, but um, like I don't really see the appeal of just some of these stories outside of the fact that I think it's interesting that they talk about real life stuff but um I know there are a lot of huge fans that have seen a ton of episodes and I know you're a big fan of Law and Order yeah I've pretty much seen at least out of what the 20 seasons that they have I think I want to say I've fully watched at least 14 to 15 seasons Okay. Yeah. And this is, um, let's see, most of them on Netflix when they used to have all the episodes on Netflix. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, yeah, so you're a big Law & Order fan. hmm And I kind of see the appeal of it. Like, I guess there's, like, the mystery of, you know, each individual episode, like you're solving a crime. And I think... There are a lot of shows, a lot of legal shows or police dramas that do that. But I'm kind of curious to hear your view on, like, why why do you think it's so popular? and or, or, like, why are you drawn to this, like, type of a show? You know, is it the characters? Is it the setting? Is it, um, is it the stories? Um, like, what about Law & Order? Like, makes you, like, want to, wa- like, binge watch, like, seasons or... Well, I want to say that, like, if you watch Law & Order SVU from the beginning to, like, what it is now, it's the same show, but I think it's a show that has evolved from one thing to another. So, like, in the beginning, it was just, like, okay, all these detectives just go and they do their job, and then there's a court case at the end... And then that's it. And then, like, um, the second season, they added Ice-T. So Ice-T was, like, a, I guess a big... Because I remember a long time ago, like, when I didn't used to watch Law & Order SVU. And their big th- their big selling point was that Ice-T was on the show. Ice-T joining the cast of Law & Order SVU. Catch Ice-T, you know, Thursday nights at 10 on Law & Order SVU. So they added him as a detective, which also added a lot of, like comical things to it because he plays detective uh finn tutuala and finn is like so like street and like because he came from narcotics like that's his background in the story that he came from the narcotics department and then he transferred to um special victims and like he's kind of like the cool one like the cool detective in it yeah i I notice he brings a lot of personality to it yeah Um, and I think you talking about his background that he he sort of transferred into this unit. Yeah. 
uh, makes a lot of sense because I notice on the show a lot of times he's like asking questions about like motives or um, suspects like he doesn't really get what's going on and then he's mm-hmm. just like okay so like you mean there's actually a um, a John a John Mulaney the comedian he has a bit about uh, Law and Order SVU and Ice T mm-hmm. that Ice T's always like he comes up with these like crazy analogies or something um, yeah so and I think that is kind of funny but he does add an element of uh, personality that I think the other characters don't have but it to me like it makes the show better mm-hmm. yeah I mean like he does like he'll he'll have these like I mean obviously the writers the writers will give him these like one liners that are just like what like they're just kind of funny and so it adds that little bit of like um, comedy to mm-hmm. that and um, they partner him up with um John Munch, which I think he has been a detective in, like, the other, like, Law and Order, like, series. Like, it's kind of funny, like, how they pair them up together in the series. Mm-hmm. And, like, they try to, like, work with each other. Like, I think that's pretty funny. So, there's that. Um, they also have... Uh, Benson and Stabler, they're partnered up together and they are like the couple that you want to happen. But also in the show, Stabler's married and has like, I don't remember, like five kids or something like that. So like you want them to get together and then like you're also like, but wait, he's married, but he's also getting a divorce. So like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's sort of that There's, um, yeah about the two of them. Yeah, which obviously, like, it doesn't happen ever, ever in the show. But for some reason, you just put them together because they're, like, awesome partners. But, yeah, like, nothing ever happens. But every once in a while, like, in certain seasons, they'll give, like, you know, they'll throw something in there. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, my God, what's happening? Oh, my God, like... It's finally happened. It they've finally gotten together, but no, they're just being, you know, detectives. What about like okay, like my main thing about why I'm not a big fan of the show, I don't hate it, but it's not one of my favorites. Uh-huh. Um, like I have shows where I can watch them any day of the week, anytime. I can just throw it on and I'll enjoy watching it, even if I've seen it a hundred times. Uh-huh. Um. To me, like, there's, like, that upper echelon of, like, shows that I consider, you know, like, untouchable. Like, they're, all, they're always going to be great. Mm-hmm. But, of course, it's, you know, personal taste. So everybody has a different, right? you know, set of shows or movies that fits that. Um, to me, like, just the nature of the crimes and, like, how gruesome and, like, like their murders and, like, um, you know people finding bodies and um like to me like that just is like heavy to deal with like if you're binge watching like season after season like you kind of have to like numb yourself to that Mm -hmm. um like what like what is it about that type of a show that um that makes it watchable because there are other shows that are like that that aren't as good Mm -hmm. um 
like there are medical dramas um like i was a big fan of house and oh not yeah a, not everybody liked it mm-hmm. um you know people say oh it's too graphic it's too um you know there's too much blood there's too much surgery um but you know again everybody has their yeah their taste in shows um but like what about law and order in terms of like the stories and and you know the crimes like is it the mystery of it is it the um like wh- what to you like makes it good um okay so i think it is the fact that they'll have this crime that happened and like obviously these detectives are trying to solve it but like from the beginning of the episode you're like i already know what's going to happen like in your head you think about okay i know who did this i know what happened i know i i know what what happened but then it usually goes that way and then they'll like it'll have like a small little turn or something where it's like either it does happen the way that you think it is going to happen like it is predictable or sometimes they'll throw in like a little twist where it's like oh no like you know what i mean so it's like the story and then the twists and turns along the way and then like the outcome and then knowing whether you were right or wrong Mm -hmm. at the end so i think it's that it's also the characters are pretty good like i mean olivia benson iconic um she's a great like detective and then like she takes over the squad and like she gets promoted so many times because she's like this great like detective she's really got her job and just like never leaves her job um and also like detective stabler like he has like this like attitude about him like he's always angry and always like fighting like the perps and like always beating somebody up um finn you know played by ice t always has like these one-liners he's always trying to be cool um detective munch and his like conspiracies um and yeah so um so it's the mystery of like solving the circumstances of what happened like it's not even necessarily like solving the crime itself but it's more like like, because I, I notice a lot of the episodes, like, the crime already happened. Like, they yeah. find a body, they find something, and it's basically retracing those steps of, like, going back and finding out mm-hmm. what happened. And sometimes they'll have um, a suspect who they lo- it looks like they're obviously guilty. And then other times it's, like, you know, somebody you don't expect. Or other times it's sort of, like, it is the person that you have this hunch about. Right. And so... They're basically trying to to figure out if they have the right person, if if it matches, you know, the evidence mm-hmm. that they have. Um, but you're also saying it's the characters as well, right? Oh the, yeah, um, the actors, the the detectives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're just as important for you, like in terms of the yeah. story. Like it's just the char- the combination of those characters and you know them working to solve cases. Mm-hmm. But um, do you think it's also, like, the fact that they've been doing it for so long? Like, they're, like, you're you saying you're saying that, um, you know, iconic, you use the word iconic. Mm. Like, the fact that they've been doing the same role for a long time sort of lends to that. Yeah, I think that so. Following, yeah, um, because you definitely see, like, 
their their whole career just kind of like develop now because now Olivia Benson is not just a detective like she's like lieutenant or sergeant or whatever so she keeps going up and ranking um also the same thing with Finn like he keeps going up and ranking as well um then they also like take away characters they add new characters um like the if you see the squad from like season one it's definitely not the same as it is like right now in season 20 so Mm -hmm. there's also there's all these characters that come and go um also with the like the da's with um their like uh therapists like their me their medical examiner like it's just all like different and then also like svu always has these like uh special guest stars Mm. um you know pretty pretty famous ones so that always adds something to it mm-hmm. so it's just all that it's just a combination of everything okay um i i think that makes a lot of sense um you mentioned house yeah and i felt like that there's a lot of those similar elements in the sense that like there's like this mystery and solving you know, basically a puzzle. Like, that mm-hmm. was House's character was, um, you know, this flawed, um, you know, brilliant but flawed, I would probably say, is, like, if you had to narrow it down to, like, three words. Like, what was House, his character, about? Mm-hmm. Like, brilliant but flawed. Like, so he's really intelligent, but, um, you know, he has problems with friends, with relationships. Um, with addiction. Right. And so, and then he, like is solving these like that's his like mo- like he basically like lives to solve these puzzles yeah in the form of like but the mm-hmm. setting is like the medical setting and like whereas like law and order would be like they're solving um like criminal cases and you know they obviously like have a knack for them mm-hmm. like you we were talking um earlier about um some of like the good ep- like your favorite episodes mm-hmm. and you mentioned one where um uh benson has just like this hunch of like to solve a case and like nobody believes her and she's basically fighting against everybody to like find this girl right yeah right um so she has like a knack for for her job and for solving these mm-hmm. cases um similar to like house has this knack for like you know, solving medical, like, mysteries, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that, like, a, a genre, just, like, that mystery genre, like, something that appeals to you, like, in general? Like, do you, like, are there movies or other things where you're kind of like, okay, like, I like trying to figure out, like, what happens? I mean, I guess so. I mean, because, okay, so Law & Order SVU, one of my favorite shows. House was one of my favorite shows. Um... In, like, that kind of genre, yeah. Because, like, I can't watch, like, what is it, CSI? That, for some reason, doesn't, like, doesn't interest me. Mm-hmm. CSI, all the branches of CSI, CSI Miami, CSI, they're basically the same show. Except, like, you think that, okay, CSI would be about the crime scene part of it. Mm-hmm. You think that would be, like, really interesting. But for some reason, it just doesn't, like, for me, it doesn't do anything for me there was uh that show um bones 
Like, I remember when, oh, yeah, when, I when remember House that. was really big, they would have, like, the first hour is House, and then right after was Bones. And sometimes I would watch it just to kind of, like, just because it was on. I uh-huh. never really liked it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't like, oh, like, this is a really, really good show, and, and I'm going to watch it every week. Like, if it was on, sometimes I would watch it, and sometimes I'd just be like, ah, I would just walk away. Right. I don't think I've ever, like gone back to like watch watch that show in particular but I felt like it was kind of the same a similar concept Mm -hmm. like they're trying to piece together you know I don't know what are they like anthropologists or something like that I didn't understand what they were like I was like okay well if they're examining like you know medical anthropologists or something like that yeah I was just like okay well no not interested in that either yeah, whereas, like, House, I would watch, if, like, the new episodes were on, I would make sure to watch it that week, and mm-hmm. then, you know, years later, I think we have the DVDs, like, I would go yeah. back and watch old episodes um, when it was on Netflix, I'm not sure if it's on there anymore, um, you know, I would watch episodes, just because I thought it was, it was a cool mm-hmm. show. Yeah, I mean, did you also try to, like, figure out what was, I mean, obviously, we're not doctors, so we wouldn't be able to figure out what the diagnosis was. But did you ever try to figure out, like, I think this is, like, what they have? Or, like, kind of just... Yeah, I mean, a few times. Think about, like, you know, maybe with all these problems that this girl is having, maybe she just has an ear infection or something like that. You know yeah. what I mean? I think uh, that was one part of the show that I did, like, I mean, trying to figure out. Maybe not... I wouldn't use the, like the phrase trying to figure out what they have it was more like i want to see like what they what yeah. they have like you just see what the, the, re- diagnosis the reveal is. of like i want to see him solve it i yeah. wouldn't try to solve it myself yeah but um i think watching him at work and you know um you know he was like a controversial doctor and he like you know breaks all the rules mm-hmm. and seeing him like solve it um there's some element of that that's kind of that was kind of cool um and also just like you know you were mentioning the characters like the personalities um I think that show in particular because he was so um I don't want to use the word like grading but he would um he would get into conflicts with a lot of people and so seeing how that would net like how that would work like Mm -hmm. you know he's always trying to sneak behind cuddy's back yeah and then um wilson is like his friend but like treats he they he doesn't treat him well and it's sort of like he's still his friend despite him (laughs) being a terrible person so mean to wilson um and then like him like abusing um the interns and like um but he would always respect like when people were right like that was mm-hmm. like that was like his virtue was like if you were right like then you were like good you were on good terms with him right yeah like you had his respect if you were like if you were correct mm-hmm. um so i mean like that was part of the appeal of that show um but yeah i, I think it's just like you know some shows you like those characters and the personalities. And I think it's, it has a lot to do with like the actors. Um, you know, Hugh Laurie is just like a great actor. And so there's, you know, you know, you see him at work, um, is, was awesome. Um, and I think, you know, for law and order, 
Um, the fact that they've been on the show, like the main characters have been there for a long time. Oh, yeah. I think speaks to how well they connect with their audiences because mm-hmm. if you're not if you're not liked by your fans or you know you're on a show and people don't like your character you're not going to be on that show for very long or the show's not going to be on the air for that long yeah. and so the fact that they've had you know 15 20 seasons or whatever mm-hmm. whatever the number is um i think that just speaks to how popular and stable that show has been for a long time mm-hmm. um you mentioned how you you say that it's sort of changed, like, you know, their careers develop, but do you think how how the show works is different now? Like, and what I mean by that is, do you think it's no longer just like, okay, they find a body or whatever, they, they're solving the case, and then there's like the reveal at the end. Like, are there more episodes now where it's sort of like, character focus it's not about the cases but it's about the people in the show um yes so i mean i want to say that like from the beginning it was like they used to have um like how do i want to how do i want to say this so in the beginning they used to give a lot of like fan service to, you know, everybody who wanted, like, Benson and Stabler together. So they would have a few episodes where, like, they would be in situations where they would have to be, like, close to each other. Or they would, like, fight and then they'd make up again. Or, like, something would happen to Benson and, like, he's like, oh, that's my partner. I gotta go and I have to go and, and save my partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, after he left the show, then it was, like okay, we don't have that anymore. So we're going to give Benson a new partner and he's going to be just like, you know, a a lot. (laughs) So, um, but what happens is like, I think they took all that like fan service and then they turned it into like other things. Like, yeah, now they'll focus on like, uh, Finn and his son like they'll have like some episodes where they focus on uh Finn has like a son and he's like gay and then like he has like a like a hate crime against him and his friends or something like that they'll have uh Rollins um that's a new a newer character like in the later episodes the, a newer character mm-hmm. and she uh transferred from I think it was like Georgia or something like that from like a Georgia police department and she has a gambling addiction. So they, they have a few episodes about her and her gambling addiction, how she gets in trouble uh, with those people that she owes money to. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like, um, like a detect her partner, detective Morrow, like he's got um, issues with his wife and he's got anger issues. Like, you know, stuff like that. So they'll, they'll, they went and they took like. It seems like the char- those characters are more flawed than yeah. maybe the previous than ones. The what they, I mean, if you think about it, like, so, like those police characters, a lot of the times are like flawed in general. So. I mean, I think that's what makes them good. Because so far, I mean, like what we've seen with House. House was a really good character. 
because he was a little, I don't want to say off, but he was, he was a little unstable. So you add that plus like a stressful job that makes for a really good show, (laughs) I guess. You know what I mean? So yeah, it, um, it kind of reminds me of, uh, I I don't know if you've seen this series, but, uh, true detective. No, so, um, um, true detective season one, they, it was with Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. This was like peak McConaughey Renaissance when, um, he was like a, right before he won his Oscar. Um, and he was like all, in all these like big movies, mm-hmm. um, Dallas Buyers Club, um, Magic Mike, um, he was like sort of trending away from like the rom com McConaughey right, into yeah. into the actor that that he is now, um, and um, so it's basically about um, detectives in different. So each season is a different story with different actors, and so in season one. McConaughey and Harrelson are um, partners in Louisiana, mm-hmm. but they're like very flawed characters, um, and just like the nature of the crimes are really traumatic, and um, there's like this whole conspiracy, and it's it takes place over decades. Um, season two um, was not as popular, but it was with um, Rachel McAdams, Taylor Kitsch. Um, Colin Farrell. Ooh, Colin and, Farrell? Um, yeah, and they're even more flawed. So it's basically about them dealing with their issues, but also dealing with, like, systemic, political, and, um, like, social problems and corruption on a large scale. And so, um, but in that, in those, I think what what has made that series so great, um, especially season one where everybody was just like, everybody loves season one. I liked season two also, but it was not very well received. I thought it was good, Hmm. but, um, I'll have to watch it only because I love Colin Farrell. Yeah. He's really good in true detective season two. Um, but what's fascinating about that show is that, you know, first of all, each season is a different, um, it's like an anthology, so it's a different story, different actors. Um, and actually, season three is coming out this year, or 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Mahershala Ali, who um, is a great actor, mm-hmm. he won an Oscar for Moonlight. Um, oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he went to my school. He's a St. Mary's alum. No way. Yeah, he went to St. Mary's, and... He was in um, House of Cards. Like, he's a phenomenal actor. And so he's going to play one of the detectives, I believe. Um, So I'm really looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. But again, it's because I think just seeing, you know, you think of like police and like their role as like the law. And um, it's interesting to see people play those characters where it's sort of like, they're ha- they're having trouble like at home. They're having mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned like gambling addictions with um, the Law and Order one of the Law and Order characters. Yeah. Um, so it it is fascinating to see that side of it. Like I think it gives it more um, 
you know, texture and color to just like, um, than just like, okay, here's a mystery. Let me solve it. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I, I can, I can see like why that makes it more interesting, especially perhaps in the later seasons. Mm -hmm. And again, like I haven't really seen a lot of episodes, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I brought up the one that I saw recently and I thought the reason I thought that one was interesting was because it was based on like true events or events that happened in the news. Um, and I think that's one cool thing that I that I do like about Law and Order is that they talk about issues that are going on because I think a lot of shows don't do that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, they have a lot. They Law and Order does this a lot where they'll go and they'll take stories from the news and then they'll turn it into an episode or they'll take like a couple of them and mix them together they'll take something and then they'll mash it together with like another like a news story or like something that's going on in the world mm-hmm. and then they'll make an episode um yeah like one of my favorite episodes is like that one 911 episode where the little girl is like being kidnapped like i think she was like a she was like being human trafficked or something like that but what happens is, like, they ca- they keep her in this, like, basement. And so she ends up, like, finding a phone in the room. And so she calls 911. And they transfer it over to Benson because, you know, obviously she's, like, good at this stuff. So she talks to Benson. And then it's just, like, this whole thing of, like, Benson trying to figure out where this little girl is. Mm-hmm. Only that this little girl doesn't know where she is at all. She doesn't know where she is. She just knows that she's in a room. And, like, with all the technology that NYPD has, they can't figure out where the signal is coming from. I want to say, like, a a burner phone or, like, a phone that's somehow connected where, like, you can't figure out where the signal is coming from. So, yeah, that's one of my favorite episodes. Because, like... So it's, like, minimal... Like, there's basically nothing to go on like very minimal yeah clues it's and basically somehow, somehow she figures it out right right yeah so so that one was a pretty good episode um there's another episode where um oh yeah the rihanna episode like i don't want to say that one was one of my favorite episodes but it was one of those episodes that actually like kind of got to me only because, like, the outcome of it was not as good as in real life. Mm-hmm. So they have, like, a, a an episode based on, like, Rihanna and Chris Brown, where obviously the, the Chris Brown, like, pop star guy beats up, a, like, an up-and-coming singer who's supposed to, like, you know, represent Rihanna. And she keeps going back to him after they, like, arrest him and then accuse him of rape and beating her up and then she just keeps going back to him and going back to him after they're like look this is what he did to you like mm-hmm. maybe it's not a good idea for you to go back to him and she keeps going back to him and then he ends up killing her he ends up killing her because she didn't listen and didn't you know keep distance from him or didn't break up with them mm-hmm. so that one was a really good episode, but also just, like, super sad because in real life, Rihanna lives and is now, like, you know, living her best life. 
But in this episode, it's like it's like the, it's like what, what could have been like what if the worst happened? Yeah, what if the situation? worst happened? Yeah, exactly. So um, there are a lot of episodes like that. But yeah, there's a lot of the, like those kinds of episodes where they'll take stuff from like pop culture, or they'll take something from in the news, or you know. So when when they do that, so when they take incidents or events that have happened in real life, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's one incident or they'll take several and they'll combine them. Uh, do you think they're sort of exploring just sort of like the the social issues or discussions that happen around that event? Because I feel like, well, first of all, like, of course, they can't have it exactly like the events right. in real life because they, they do have to have that separation and, you know, probably for like legal purposes. Yeah. But um, I feel like, um, you know, you mentioned like the Rihanna Chris Brown one. It was sort of like, okay, like, what if it had gone too far? And what if, um, you know, she was, you know, seriously hurt or killed or, or was in that relationship and didn't leave? And then the worst happened. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like when when they do explore those, like, current events, mm-hmm. it's sort of like a conversation about those issues that are brought up with that event. Mm-hmm. Um like, do you think that's something that they're trying to do? Like, encourage dialogue, like, amongst, like, pop culture when they do that? Yeah. Because um, I feel like a lot of times, like, an, a major event will happen in the world. And, you know, pe- sometimes people at, are at a loss to kind of process it or talk about it. Um, and a lot of times, like, you know, the discourse on an event will will only take place in, like, the news media. Um, which So I think it's interesting that when a show like this takes something and they sort of expand on it and say, well, what if what if this happened? What if this was involved there? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't think of many shows that do that, that talk about mm-hmm. events and then, you know, put that out there for people to discuss, you know? Right. Um, the only things that I can think of that are kind of close to... To doing that are not like dramas but they're more like um it's like overtly like political or mm-hmm. social commentary or like comedians that talk about issues like that mm-hmm. um like i think it's rare to see like a drama you know do that right you know outside of like a movie where you know you can take an issue and then explore it for like two hours but um yeah, I think that, like, that's helped, at least in my view, it's helped it remain relevant and fresh, even though it's been on the air for years mm-hmm. and, you know, 15 plus seasons. Yeah, because um, they'll have those, too. And then also, I think what also keeps it relevant, too, is that they'll, they've evolved, but they'll go into, like, cyber stuff. Like, they'll go into, like, internet crimes and... um uh, like human trafficking and um, things that happen on on the internet. Like I mean the the Slenderman one, the Glasgow Man. Mm-hmm. Like that was like um, one of those internet. Um, what do we call them? Internet urban legends. Yeah. Or whatever. Like so they'll explore that. Um, so I think that's that's what that's what kind of like makes it. Um, 
different from than what what it used to be in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they had like you know they still had these like true life crime stories, but then now they take it into like you know because they'll even say like there I think there was like an episode where like they didn't really know what to do about like something that happened on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were just trying to like figure out how to work with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that's a good point because I think like real life, people are still struggling with um, how to handle, for example, like cyberbullying. Um, like what cro- I think what crosses the line between like trolling and bullying and stalking and abuse and like hate crimes or. Um, threats like Mm -hmm. those are all issues that are still being um weighed out in like the legal system and in the public discourse um so it's interesting that they're they themselves on on this show like they're also struggling with um you know those same issues Mm -hmm. um you know how long do you think this is going to be keep going on like do you think it's sort of as long as the actors want to keep doing it the job is theirs and they're going to do the show or Mm -hmm. do you think it's sort of winding down like how do you see it i want to say that i would hope that it would keep continuing and it would keep evolving into you know like they they kept doing what they're doing with the with the same kind of like from the news crimes and then mixing them together um, I also think that the show will continue as long as Mariska Hargaday stays on the show. Um, mm-hmm. But also, you never know. I mean, she might leave the show and then, like, the head, like, the chief will be Ice-T. So, I mean, I guess it's just, um, I think the show will just keep going until they just can't do it anymore. Okay, Because so, they can't figure out what to do with okay. everybody. So, like, okay, for example, I think th- this show is a little bit different because I would think it, c- it could go on even if one star left. Yeah. You know, if Ice-T, like, was like, all right, I'm done, I'm going to do something else, but everybody else, like, was like, okay, like, we can probably still work with him gone. Mm-hmm. Um. Or if, you know, Marissa decides to leave or, you know, retire, um, they could probably still work around that. Whereas other shows, I feel like um, once one one of, like, the major cast members is like, I'm done, sometimes that just, like... Yeah. Like, the show's done. Like, So I think, um, I think you're right in the sense that it can probably keep going as long as, you know, one or two of them decide to stay they can promote you know some of the younger actors up um i think it's kind of like one of those shows where it's just going to keep going for as long as they can as long as they can keep it going i think it it can keep going on because part of what they do is like we were saying they take current events and current issues and they'll have their little spin on it i think that's sort of a unique thing about the show where it can keep it going for a while Um, And also, like, there's no, even though they have, like, the main characters, they're not, like, 
individually like indispensable Mm -hmm. you know like if if one of them left they can pick up the slack you know yeah and they can probably explain it away very easily by saying oh they got promoted they got another job they retired Mm -hmm. like there's very easy outs for for that type of a show Mm -hmm. whereas in other shows it's not so simple to kind of write off a character like if they're gone it's sort of like what happened especially if the story is like so wrapped up in that character's life Mm -hmm. you know um so yeah it'll be interesting at least to see how long they can keep it going and um you know in my view i think it's because it has such a big fan base i think it it can be as long as the demand is there i think it it can go on for a while oh yeah i think so but um i think the, the other two the other thing is um just like the crime aspect like there's always going to be demand for like a good crime show you know mm-hmm. and the key is like having the like we were saying earlier the characters um you know the development the story um and it's the rare show that i think does all those things yeah exactly i mean like i'm excited to see what because i know i think it's coming in like next year 2019 um they are gonna have a new law and order series i believe it's called law and order true crime Mm -hmm. and i can't wait to see that like I know I'm going to keep, I'm going to watch that because that already has my interest. Like, okay, SVU does this whole thing where they'll take true crime stuff and I'm already watching it. So I want to know how they're going to do this one and how they're going to make it, you know, how they're going to make this better or watchable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that... Um how that works i think true crime stories have been um popular and i think they're growing just in terms of the demand for those um but yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah i think we had a good discussion about the show and so i think i sort of come away with a better understanding of like why it's so popular oh edit this out (laughs) edit the part where i said it was a law and order true crime it's law and order hate crime Uh, that's what's gonna happen so that that's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, any final thoughts about Law and & Order and what we were talking about? Um, can't wait to see this upcoming Law & Order Hate Crimes. Um, hope that SVU keeps going on forever. I hope they finally give Benson a stable relationship. <laughs> and... I hope that they keep Finn for as long as possible for SVU. All right. Those sound like uh, <laughs> reasonable requests. Um, I know, like, the fan base for Law & Order is, like, everybody is so wrapped up in, like, the characters and the show. And I don't know what any of that means that you just said, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Um but yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you're a Law & Order fan yourself, shoot us an email or something about maybe your favorite episodes. Um, you know, what are some some of the ones that you've seen where they talk about really like true crime events and 
Um, but yeah, feel free to reach out to us that way. And um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed our episode today. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks, everyone.